0: Yes, I'm Robin Smith. I was a young member of the crew of the Mona in 1959. I was just started actually to go out in the boat. I had been back and forward to the shed since I was a young lad. I was born, what, 100 yards from the shed. They were always back and forward. He knew most of the the crew, I was related to the, the, the second coxswain, he was my cousin. So my father was on the crew, I, my cousin was the second coxswain, and he was on the beach, he went along the line, <laughs> it, was a, it was a way of life down here at that time. I just got involved as I got a bit older. The first shout was the mo- actual shout was the owner. Mo- I was in my bed sleeping, the, the, the maroons went off, the, the maroons were the, the means of call out. you didn't have years and things like that in these days. I remember going up went into the shed, we was preparing to go onto the boat when the ex-coxswain came in just behind me and um, it was tradition, I, I presume it still is, if the space available and the bullets available. The ex coxswain was out on the first shout with the new coxswain. He went on the boat, I didn't. I'm still here. He's not.
1: You stepped
0: back because yes. you were the youngest? Yes. Yeah. No, not so much for the youngest. The same would have happened to an older person. You were letting the returning coxswain give him, him his place on the boat. I remember the boat going down the slip and them raising the mast for the radio equipment and heading down river. That's about it. I let the boat go down river and went back home, went back to my bed. Um, I listened to some for radio messages. You could at that time. Um, if you had a, a radio, they were able to pick up signals from the line boat. Nothing's ever straightforward. A, I mean, it was a horrible night. Howling gale wind rain. And it was a wild night for going out, going out in the boat. The north car and light shift had broken its moorings. And it was adrift.
1: And then what happened the next morning?
0: They were trying to, I raised a signal from the boat on the radio. Nothing came through, not at all. And, and I went away to work, and can't remember where it would actually heard. I mean, the boat was found in Canusty Beach, and they heard the boat had been lost. So it completely changed in this area. Not, it was eight men gone, gone, full stop. I changed the, changed the ferry for a long time. Once the, pardon my expression, the dust had settled, they started looking for a new crew, a replacement boat and a new crew, and that was, that went on shortly after the event. Um, I did a, apply for a a place on the replacement crew. They were looking for more experienced men, which is understandable. Um, I didn't get on the boat. Um, I think it was in the blood. My father had been on the boat. My grandfather had been on the boat. It's in the blood. the fishing community.
1: And how was it for you personally to have seen that boat go out and then... Never really know what happened to those men or see them again.
0: I think you've got to accept these things could happen. Um they Don't happen very often, but they do happen. Um, I've never, never forgotten the, the event, if you like, but the fact I was married settled in a different life. Just go on with it. Sounds a bit callous, but it's not meant that way.
1: How do you think the fact that you didn't get on that boat that night, how does how do you think that's affected the rest of your life, how you've looked at life and how you've lived your life since then?
0: What I'm saying sounds complacent. it's not. But you're still living. You'd have family a support, and you had to get on with it. Um you don't forget about it. Life still has to go on. Yes, it has to go on. In fact, I'm a member, member of the Road, the church. That does help. With three kids, three daughters. Once the kids had grown up a wee bit, uh, she started fostering infants. We did the, what, what, 38 to 40 years? And, uh, just a different change, if you like. Life was completely different. I've three grandchildren, and they're in Glasgow. Youngest daughter.
1: Did you ever talk to your children and grandchildren about the Mona?
0: If they asked, yes. But they, they didn't. They were. We weren't in money fees. It wasn't the same community, if you like. Different. Different way of life, to a point. But they didn't ask didn't ask many questions.
1: What would you want them to know
0: about it? I'm still here. It's <laughs> in it but it's not.
1: If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 Voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. 200 Voices is an Adventurous Audio Limited production for the RNLI.